Hey everyone, Greg from Yankee Chatter here. Minor disclaimer before you continue listening. During the recording of this episode, we experienced some connection issues that caused some problems with the audio. It's one of the many struggles of recording in three different locations. We apologize for the audio quality of the content as we don't want to dissuade you from listening. Just know that we are aware of the issue, it is brief, and if you are able to fast forward a few minutes, there are no issues with the rest of the episode. Thank you again for listening to our show. Enjoy this episode of Yankee Chatter. Thanks. All right, says we're live. We are live. Cool. We are live and locked and loaded here. This is Yankee Chatter episode, I, I believe, number 32. 32, yeah. 32. Uh, we are streaming live on Facebook and YouTube are both of our channels. Thanks to StreamYard. We'll give them a little plug here. Uh, hopefully it goes smoothly now that we're paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> Usually uh, that's but, when it gets worse. <laughs> uh, well, knock on wood. Not that you can see me knock on it, but it's there. Um, so, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to try and do this on Facebook as well. I know we've been get, Brad's noticed we've been getting a little more traffic with people liking the page there. So uh, we'll see, what, see if people are, are watching and – and we're tuning good. in, and, and is it is it showing on? All yeah. right, nice. We're good. Well, that that's a good start. So, yeah. um, <laughs> so we're gonna try that out. If, if people like it more on Facebook, let us know. Um, we're trying to make sure that everything is on all of our platforms, so it's a little bit easier to, to navigate or or um, go between everything. So, anyways, my name is Greg Andriano. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Greg Andriano zero five. Uh, I'm on behalf of the Baker and Bradder Sports Network and Sports Show. Uh, these are my buddies up north, uh, Bradder and Big Tuna. In quarantine. Um, and this is the, we're in quarantine mode still. Uh, still working guys, through that. Are you guys, have they limited your stuff yet? Are you like reopening or not yet? Uh, supposedly we're re- reopening on Monday. Um, I'm not going back to work, but yeah. I, I don't are know you- all the ins and outs. Uh, you uh, the beaches are open, and all that, right? Already, I think the beaches are open, and then uh, small things are like little things here and there are opening up. I, I don't think, think you can gather more than ten people. Yeah, and um, I um, think Bradder would agree with me that New York's probably going to be the last state to really yeah, open. Yeah, would definitely yeah. be last. Well, they got the the most cases right now, right? So, well, New York, the uh, city does York, at least. Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Connecticut. Massachusetts, they're all like a big coalition. So I guess they're making decisions together. Okay, yeah. well that that could be good, you know. And it's and Michigan, you know, you don't want to live in Michigan. They rioted in front of the Capitol the other day, so it's like, well, people are starting to get angry. Yeah, <laughs> doing little things in every state like that. Yeah, people. You think people would enjoy having not to go to work and being able to stay home? And Dude, that's what I but, would want to. I'm even getting those. I know people. I know some people don't like to be told. When and when and how they can leave their house. So yeah, it is what it is. But you know, I'm we're passing time down here. I'm playing a lot of uh, MLB the Show, and uh, Amanda starts school tomorrow. So oh shit, good for her. School really? Yeah, she's going back to school, which is uh, really cool through Disney. So uh, Ooh, for a childhood, early childhood development. Ah, so it's all online, but yeah. it's, it's it's pretty cool. So we're excited about that. Um, I like that's to, kind of her uh, area of expertise, right? Yeah, well, she loves she loves kids, yeah. and uh, she she works with them on a daily basis, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah. And uh, 
and I'm really proud of her. So it's 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 good for her. Um, but and I'm, I'm pay for it. That's even better. No, that's well, that's nice. That's <laughs> nice. Yeah, D- Disney pays for it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, they pay for her education, and then they'll reimburse her for textbooks. Um, nice. And the program will take about a year, year and a half, depending on what that's how worth it, right? she ends that's up structuring it. her classes. Yeah, absolutely. That's worth so, it. <laughs> so she's 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 uh, getting started and starting all the reading and I think uh, classes start this week. So I majored in sleeping in my truck. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and in related news, uh, Tina's unemployed. So yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so what? <laughs> so what about you guys? How, how you guys? Me and said, how did you buy a house? I was like, I have rich grandparents. It's all it's all about who you know, Dad. Yeah, right. <laughs> Isn't your dad a doctor? Yeah, right. Jesus. What was that? Uh, Step Brothers, yeah. It's all yep. You know. <laughs> Great movie. Great movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bradder, I believe uh, you celebrated your son's birthday this past week. So, uh, turned uh, two on Tuesday. That's so, awesome. Uh, so, so saw some pictures. The shout outs and the gifts and all that. Yes. Hey, uh, I got, I sent him some loud shit for you guys. Yeah, it's at the same, I think it's the same company as that train you got him for. I know, that's why I bought it. <laughs> I go to Daniel, I'm like, yeah, Tino just buys everything from China, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I bought it on Amazon. Yeah, I know. Well, it's no, just, it's good, he likes all that. All that yeah, stuff. no, I'm just, I knew that you guys hated the train, so it's like, well, I gotta get the fire truck then. <laughs> I didn't buy the train, it was that damn dinosaur you bought it. Oh, Yeah. We keep hiding that one. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. That was cool with the the fire truck drive by you guys had. Yeah, yeah. pictures awesome. Danielle posted. That was awesome. The districts are doing that around here, so you just set that's up really cool. Saying his birthday was set up a time, and yeah, it's pretty cool. Is it the one that was right across from where I'm gonna live? Yeah, that fire yeah. station. Cool. Unfortunately, now that every time he hears sirens, he looks at the road, thinks they're coming down our road. <laughs> oh, He'll get over oh. that. Yeah, that's awesome though. Well, happy birthday, Jack. He was awesome. Um, why don't we get back, get down to business here? Um, you know, it's it's May third. We're recording this and streaming it, and uh, you know, Major League Baseball and other sports are still trying to figure out when or if they're starting their season. There's a lot of conversation around that, uh, especially with Major League Baseball. We talked last episode on a potential realignment of the divisions, and um, I think that that's the best plan, the way that they had it, and the one we already discussed, and having it in their spring training locations. Um, you know, everybody's already been there and and it's all kind of set up to do that. Uh, I know there's another plan that came out last week and Brad, I think you, you sent it to me, to both yeah, of us. Yeah, it was us. a plan that they wanted, if, if they were gonna have games played in their actual home stadiums instead of spring training stadiums, which I don't really understand how that would work, especially in New York. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, yeah, you got, you got two teams in New York, and 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 the pretty pretty much the worst city, worst infected city. So how's that? that that's not gonna. Yeah, that's, that's never, not the part. You could never keep those people away. They'll find a way to get in to watch it. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. No matter what, we're talking about games with no fans too. So, mm-hmm. so uh, it would just make more sense to me just to play at your spring training facility. Yeah. Hmm. The only the big difference, and I'm sure you've you've heard this on spring broadcasts, uh, is when they play in the spring stadium because they're smaller stadiums because they don't go up 
150 feet or whatever. Um, the wind definitely has a bigger effect on catching fly balls and and uh, that spring training games all the time. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting because when when that happens in spring, you know those are meaningless games, they're exhibition games, so they don't really carry any weight. But if you get a fly ball to center field and the wind takes it and carries it 30 feet to the left and the left fielder can't track it or whatever, yeah. you know, that's, that's going to be interesting when that ha- when something like that happens in meaningful games. But if you think about Yankee stadium in the summer in left field, they always complain about the sun being right in the left fielder's face the whole game. So on day games, yeah. Yeah. and that always, that always plays a part or in Tampa, you have the stupid, um, Catwalks. Catwalks up in the that effect that are in play, never, which is I don't get that. I, don't I get that. will never understand baseball being in a dome because you can hit it that high if you really tried. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's just it's Tampa's the only one I ever rem- remember them. Well, they had trouble in Toronto, talking about. Well, maybe it was Montreal. They were having maybe. trouble with the catwalks and being able to keep the field somewhat like not like AstroTurf because AstroTurf is horrible. Like, mm-hmm. it's gone now. They don't have AstroTurf anymore. But I remember, and that's why the Expos kind of fell apart, is because they couldn't keep a good stadium, you know, which is mm-hmm. – I, I will never understand why baseball which, gets filmed. Which is crazy because this was the year that Tampa – the Rays were supposed to split time between Tampa and Montreal. And they were going to end up playing in the ballpark that the Expos used to play in. And I would assume <laughs> – one team would have the two worst stadiums in the yeah. league. Yeah, I, would, I would assume that they would have invested in transitioning that AstroTurf to the new synthetic. Yeah. But still, I would not want to play any. I mean, I already don't – as a Yankee fan living in Florida, I already don't want to go to Tropicana Field because it's the, literally the worst ballpark I've ever been to. I've been to about eight ballparks, and that is by far the worst. And I've been to Toronto. And Toronto's not bad. It's just – it's boring. That's what I was but, but Tampa's the worst – Everybody's on top of each other. Um, you you sit in the I sat in down the first baseline, and the seats don't even face the field. You you're sitting in right field, and you're facing the right fielder. You have to turn your whole body to watch the pitch. That's annoying. Yeah. So, but I mean, maybe someone else has had a different experience. But as, in, in my opinion, I I don't like Trump. If they go now, if they go and they do the spring training thing, uh-huh. what happens to like? Because triple A is not going to happen. Double A is not going to Are those guys just – they don't have a job? Well, they're in negotiations actually to, to make sure that the minor leagues do continue. Oh. And um, if you're familiar with how tra- spring training complexes are laid out, is they have the main field where mm-hmm. the – and um, then they have a, a bunch of secondary fields that are adjacent to the main field. So there, there are probably six fields. And if you look at it on like Google Earth or Google Maps or whatever – you the satellite image you'll see they're all right next to each other. So mm-hmm. we kind of talked about a little bit last week is that you could have the major league team play on the big field, or you can arrange it where the triple A team plays uh <laughs> Hulkster. <laughs> you want to say hi, you can freaking how me this whole time. Say hi, Hulk. Hello, Hulk. You crazy. Uh, the pressure the pressure's on. Now he won't say hi. <laughs> Well, you can have you can have the the multiple complex. I mean, the complex allows for the different levels of minor league baseball to still play. Whether or not they do it and how they schedule it, so like, because you probably can't have it where you have one you you have one game a night. Like you're probably going to have to have the triple the minor league games during the day. Yeah. Right. And then schedule it up to work. Yeah. 
It's and then a, obviously there's still some travel involved. So maybe maybe you also stagger them so only two teams play on a field at the complex per night or per day or whatever. I don't know. There's, there's still be, some co- coordination that has yeah. to go on there, but I, I feel like that's the that, best. Way. It's got to be a horrible job if you're like you're the you're the event coordinator, and it's like screw <laughs> that. I'll yeah, they'll have to come up with it in a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. I think the the plan that you saw, Brad, I think they were targeting June, or are they still targeting June? Have you read anything otherwise? Yeah, the end of June, right? I think. I haven't been. They're going to try to, from what I read, they're going to try to squeeze 100 games in. So they didn't say what they're going to do, but I'm guessing a lot of double headers because I I don't know. Someone wrote something about maybe them ending in December, and I get it being in Arizona and all that stuff, but that's a lot. Mm -hmm. They're going to lose viewers because of football. But then again, people are saying football is not going to happen this year. So So that that creates a dilemma for some of these spring – complexes because the Yankees uh, Steinbrenner field is right across the street from where the Buck, the Tampa Bay Bucks play. Now you could see really uh, Raymond James stadium from Steinbrenner field. Interesting. So, and they share it. So they probably share parking. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. uh, they probably won't be starting the season with fans or playing the whole season with fans in the stands, which is crazy yeah, to think, think about. I think parking lots are something. So that, I guess that's, that's, Dude, think about this. Think about this for Tampa Bay. There's a possibility where they're going to have Tom Brady in that stadium and the Yankees on the other stadium. It's like, dude, you guys should be making a ton of money for your economy because there's going to be so. Tampa Bay Bucks Stadium is going to be sold out when it can be with him there. You know, one of these games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. It's that's like Tampa Bay. If they don't allow them to go to the games, they're probably like, "Oh my god!" Like, well, that's the the, is the irony of the situation is you'll have Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski playing in Tampa on the for the Bucks, and then across the street you'll have the entire Yankees, which are projected to win. We're projected to win or be a content, major contender this year. Yeah, and you can't have fans come watch. That's the humorous slash frustrating part of the whole situation for owners, at least. I was going to say, those owners are pretty stingy, man. I, I'm I'm thinking they're going to find a way to get some asses in the seats because that's how they make their money, those PSLs and all that. Because mm-hmm. if you can't go there, you don't pay. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I think they have to pay the PSLs just to keep the tickets. But those season tickets, some of them are like 50000 you know, for some mm-hmm. of those stadiums. And it's like, that's the thing. It's like, it's it's. It's almost like they're going to have to barricade those places for people not to try to come in and at least look through the fence or you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. It's just and the and the crazy thing is is um, you might they might have to depend on streaming platforms yeah. and, and cable and and all yeah. these different things a little bit more. I mean, I know there's probably a big demographic that that pays for and I'm one of them that pays for MLB TV. Mm-hmm. Well, think of all the more all the more people that might end up having to pay for it because they can't go to the games because they can't rely on going to games. And, and I know you're in network, so you don't, you wouldn't be able to pay for MLB TV to watch Yankee games, but there might be, maybe they lift the blackout restrictions, which are ridiculous to begin with. That's what I was going to ask is like, okay, so let's say they do the blackout thing. And it's like, if you're going to, if you have a game going on, you're going to have announcers and if you want to practice social distancing, they've got to be not at the stadium because that's just being like, well, you're letting them in. What's the, you know what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. And it's just that's the thing is that as we get closer and closer to these leagues opening up, people are going to get more and more antsy to want to get out there. And especially if they mm-hmm. see people, you know, there. Like, because there's going to be at least for the football game, there's going to be, if it's football, they're going to have at least 180 people. And for baseball, it's like 100 to mm-hmm. make everything go right. You know, and that's where yeah. I think people are going to start getting antsy. Well, one of the things that, and this is actually going to be a nice transition because this week the Korean baseball organization, the KBO, is starting back up. Uh, yep. Their games start on Tuesday, the 5th. And um, and I was looking up some of their rules that they okay. have. And Looks like to we're high five your team. No. And um, you know, <laughs> we keep losing Greg here. We keep to high five your team. Hold on. Freezing up on me. Greg, you're killing us here. Let's see. Here. You guys are- I can, we can barely, you're like fading in and out. There. This is why we do it live for a little bit of comedy relief as well. <laughs> My internet must be going really. At least yeah! Wow, yours is not the even. Talent is still going here. I think we got so many people. Watching. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be it. There's so many people watching us right now. As we're saying right now, we're screwing up everything. We're ruining the streaming. <laughs> Click. Isn't the guy from Korea dead though? Didn't that oh, guy? Yeah. Didn't that guy die? Oh, I yeah. I heard the rumors about Rocket Man dying there. Yeah. If anybody's watching, I don't know. If I don't know what the truth is on that. But that's, but that's the thing. That's are they? Are they? I'm trying to think. Are they? They're playing South Korea, not North. Yeah, Korea. yeah, North Korea. Oh, okay, South North Korea. Korea. Okay. Baseball, North Korea. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. You yeah. lose, you die. There. You know. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think I'm. I think I'm back. Nope. No, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> Can you guys hear me now? Yeah. Oh, and you froze. He freeze again. I think he froze again. Your I'm internet again. Goddamn Florida people. Well, when you're cheap and you pay for basic oh. uh, internet, you know. Of Is there a thing where you can pay for better internet? There's different levels of internet. Yeah, yeah. Isn't there like? Didn't they create like a five G? Or that's coming. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but no. So if stream- oh, yeah, you always have trouble with the Streamyard. And we still lost. Um, yeah. If we get a word or two at time. Yeah, every yeah, no, but you guys keep talking. Okay. <laughs> but if they if they end up playing in Korea, like I didn't read anything about if they were going to not have people are they gonna have people there? I didn't read anything about it. I assume they're not gonna have people there. Um yeah. dude, but they're having like I don't know if you know this band, but that crazy girl band baby metal there they had a concert in japan two weeks ago easter weekend with 120,000 people in the stadium like how is that practicing social distancing i did not know they were allowing that okay yeah i don't know either but there is a state i forgot what state it was that said as of monday concerts can resume but i don't know maybe i can't remember but i don't think the bands are 
fans are actually going to go for it still, you know? Because it's not the bands. They're not going to want to play. It's not safe. Yeah, there's nobody there. Except for people that are standing, there's like a big barrier. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. A straight line barrier. Straight line barrier. And it's like no mosh pits, no nothing. What if they had the band playing on stage with a huge plexiglass wall in front of that's, the stage? But, dude, that's what I'm saying. It's just like when... I look at the people, they're in their car and they got their face mask on. And it's like, you're alone. That makes no sense. Yeah, that makes no, makes sense, no sense at all. No. But, so, do you like? Do you understand what I'm saying about the Tampa Bay thing? Like, there is no way they can keep those people out. If they have, at the, you know what I'm saying? Once football starts. I don't know about in the, getting in the stadium, but they're definitely going to be crowding the outside of the stadium. Tailgating. You know, like, can you see, like, uh, like when the teams are in, like, Stanley Cup Finals or... Super Bowl, and they always show the hometowns. And yeah, crazy in the streets. That's how. That's how it will be. I just, but Tampa. How many teams will they have? Like three or four? They all going to have their different locations. Well, they all they don't share spring training facilities, do they? No, no, no. Uh, well, yeah, actually, some teams do. There are there are facilities that have two teams sharing. Okay. Am I am I back? Can you hear me now? Uh, yep, yeah. we can hear you. you can you can uh, join a conversation if you want. Now. All right, opportune time because I can I can I can impart my knowledge here. Yeah, uh, so most of, most of the teams in Florida uh, have their own complex. I believe the Astros and the Nationals of all teams who played in the World Series last year they share a, a complex. Um, well, I think fine. the Marlins and the Cardinals share one as well, but I think that's it for here in Florida. If anyone's watching. Um, uh, and you happen to know or, or can look this up, let me know or let us know in the comments. But uh, in Arizona, I know there's a number of teams. I think, Brad, where your family used to live in Surprise, that, wasn't it the Royals and the Rangers or something yeah, like that? Yeah, Royals and Rangers shared. I think more in Arizona they share than compared to here. So then, okay, this is such a stupid question, but I'm, I'm still trying to learn. Why did, does Tampa Bay leave Florida to go to spring training? No, they're they're in Florida. They're oh, in, yeah, I was about to say, like, why would you leave? No, they're not in Tampa. You would think that they would have moved things around, but actually, yeah, the Yankees moved to Tampa in '96. They were in, um, I forget where they were before this, but they weren't in Tampa always, and they moved to Tampa. And then two years later, the MLB had the expansion draft uh, expansion where oh, I know those eyes. Jesus, scared the hell out of me. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Scared the hell out of me. When I told you guys I cannot get an hour to myself, I mean it. <laughs> um, it's what was I saying? You're so, you're so, I was about to say it's gorgeous outside right now where we are too. And it's like, we're, I'm sitting looking out the window. I wasn't going to exercise anyway, but it looks nice. <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted to go for a jog, you could. Is what you're I could, yeah. yeah. The opportunity is there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, carry on, Greg. Um, no, but so the Yankees moved to Tampa to, for their spring training in 96. And two years later, that's when MLB had the expansion. And, and added on the Tampa Bay Devil Rays and the Arizona Diamondbacks. So they were already established in Tampa. Uh, I'm assuming if the Rays were around before then, that maybe they would have looked elsewhere and Tampa would have had. But Port Charlotte, I think, is an hour, or hour and a half away from Tampa. So they're not that far away. Yeah. Which is why there's so many more Yankee fans in Tampa than Rays fans. Of Yankees course. Rack- there first. 
Yeah, no, and that's and that's the thing too. It's it's funny how Tampa Bay, except for the World Series, I remember World Series they were packed. But mm-hmm. other than that, when you watch the highlights, it's like how can they pay their people and they really can't. You know what I'm saying? It's like they don't really go after big free agents. Uh, you know, well, no, they don't. They they draft very well, and yeah. they, they have they're a good very, farm system. They're a very well-run organization. Yeah. What they and they also get they also get a majority of their uh, income from the revenue-sharing process because they are a small market team. So yeah. big market teams like the Yankees, Dodgers, Phillies, Red Sox, all those teams that have uh, a payroll over like a hundred uh, over the that go over the the payroll threshold. threshold, they have to pay a luxury tax, luxury and then tax goes to the smaller market teams. Right. So, yeah. So. so some teams like the Rays use that money for good things, like building a team. And yeah. you get teams like the Pirates, who are actually, I think MLB is taking them to court because their owners yeah. just take that, that money and just pocketing it. Yep. That's funny. Which is ridiculous. Which is ridiculous. I, read the, I read that the other day because I was trying to learn about the luxury tax. And, mm-hmm. like, they said – like, you know, the A's do a good job with it. The Rays do a good job with it. The Pirates take advantage of it, meaning they don't help their team. They help themselves. Right. You know what I mean? They, they do. No, a team, a team that has probably crossed over from taking advantage of it to actually reinvesting um, is the Padres yeah. because they put out they put out that big contract for Manny Machado. They made some good trades the last couple – last year or two. Um, and they're, they actually – I think they could make a run, not for the division, because the, the Dodgers are probably going to be top of the division for a while now, but at least a wild, good wild card contender. Uh, but that might be all hearsay now because of, you know, what the realignment might cause and, and who who your opponents might be. Because the thing you sent out, Brad, uh, that if they played in their home parks, that was – they pretty much took all divisions – and combine it into a super league. So, like all the ALEs, AL East and NL East teams were in one division, except they f- they swapped the, the Braves. Braves and the Pirates. So the Pirates would have been in the East, and the, and the Braves would have been in the Central. Which again, I'm not I'm not sure how that works, because the Pirates are very close to Detroit, geographically speaking, Detroit, Cincinnati, and Cleveland. So you would think that that would be a good place for them to travel to those those ballparks, but instead. They're in the Eastern Division, which you still have two teams down south, which yeah. are further away from the majority of the AL East and NL East teams compared to, like, Pittsburgh and Cleveland and Cincinnati and Detroit. I wonder if they did any kind of, like, uh, analysis about competition or what what fans were willing to watch specific games. Like, mm-hmm. like I wonder I mean, if there was, a, there was a disadvantage of playing Pittsburgh in a league with those teams rather than playing in a league with all these great teams. Well, I guess, I guess, okay, so think about it this way. If you look at both central divisions, you have probably all the worst teams in Major League Baseball. You'll, you'd have the Pirates. Yeah, you'd have the Tigers. You'd have the Royals. You'd have the um, – my mind's escaping me right now. Well, the Reds are supposed to be contenders this year. Reds are uh, going to be good. I, don't, I think Cleveland might take a step back this year, actually. Mm-hmm. So, but then you have teams like the White Sox who completely – Re, reconfigured their, their team this year. Then you have the Indians, who are usually reliable, even though they, they might take a step back. The Twins, who are a powerhouse in the Central now. Then you have the Cardinals, the Cubs, and the, and then the Reds. So there is, there is some competition there, but maybe adding the Braves to that, because the Braves are a contender in the East, maybe that just makes it more exciting. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I still don't understand the logic behind it. If someone would explain that to me, yeah, I don't please, please do. 
it kind of seems like they're they're favoring the big market teams a little bit, which I mean, do you blame them? You know, I mean, if you're gonna make if you're gonna make any money in any of this because you're not having any fans, then you're gonna have to rely on those teams that draw fans and that and that draw viewers and the Dodgers, Yankees, Red Sox, all those big market teams. They're they're gonna be the ones that do that. So it's 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 honestly it's just like any sport. The commissioners of each sport wants the big market teams in the games. Like that year that the Royals were in it, you know, it was like man, oh man, that's got to be tough to you know because no one watched it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like that's the thing is like they need those big market teams maybe even more this year. Mm-hmm. They need those teams to produce and produce well. Well, the, the cool part about that alignment um, is that the Yankees and the Mets would be in the same division, which is yeah, that's kind of cool. Which would be cool because then you'd have Subway se- Series, multiple yeah. Subway Series, yeah, which is good for New York baseball, not necessarily all of baseball. It's not good for all baseball. I mean, the World Series between the Mets and Yankees, I think, like at the time, was the lowest rated World Series ever. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> the stadiums are, what, 20 miles apart? If yeah. That, and the majority of baseball fans aren't Yankees and Mets fans. Yeah. It's funny. You talk about the Rays and stuff. That was the hardest jersey for me to find to get custom made. But I didn't want the ones they have now. I wanted the Devil Rays one. Dude, and I, I found I'm glad you – I'm glad you're saying this because I think the Rays should go back to those Devil Rays, the original Devil Rays uniforms. It took me forever to find it. And I those original jerseys were awesome. I wonder if there's a reason. Is there a reason why they took the Devil out of the Devil Rays, though? Was it like some, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. From- like a scandal? Maybe. You can't Maybe. make fun of Satan? I'm not sure, but um, they changed to the Rays because they had the. <laughs> yeah, and they had the – so when they first came to the league, they were the Devil Rays, and it said Devil Rays across yeah, the yeah, yeah, and they switched to those – remember those green uniforms they had for a while? That's when they switched to the Rays. It just said Rays across the chest. And yeah, then they switched the to the Rays, blue uniforms they have now. Remember the Rays and Jays came out with the same uniforms at the same year? They looked identical? Yeah. yeah. Well, that dude, some of those jerseys, I don't understand why they change it. I mean, that's the cool thing about the Yankees, that they'll never change. Mm-hmm. You know, and even the Mets, I don't – no, have they? They've never changed, have they? Well, they they tweak. I mean, they've always they're always the same blue and orange and white, but they they've had black alternate uniforms. They've had the they had oh, the blue no, no, I understand, but like the Astros, the Astros jerseys I thought were so cool with the rainbow with the white up top, but yeah. they barely. I like those. And you remember you remember in the nineties they had I don't know if you remember this Tino, but Brad in the nineties they had when Randy Johnson was an Astro, they had the 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 star that like the silver star. Shot yeah. across the chest, and oh, it was I silver got, and good. That jersey, yeah, yeah I like you do. That that's pretty good. I like those. So the cool—that's like one of the cool things about MLB the show—is that you can. They have like all the uniforms for all the teams, so you yeah. can play a season as the as the devil as the Rays, and you can have them wear their Devil Rays yeah. uniforms yeah. all the time, which that's are cool. But and the Rays, the Rays do sometimes have a throwback game where they'll wear the original Devil Rays, and they look so awesome compared to because think of all the teams that are navy blue. In Major League Baseball, <laughs> more than half of the league is navy blue. Yeah, there's yep. a lot of blue in the, in the major. So that them having that rainbow, like the '90s, was purely '90s colors, like the teal and the, the the neon colors mixed in there. But it was so different and original. And and I'm just going off on a tangent here, but I think they should bring them back and have them as their permanent. Well, permanent. I mean, that's what the Marlins did. Marlins were like that, like that neon blue, yeah, green for a while. But then they switched to like the, like. They're like the rainbow colored now. I actually kind of like their jerseys now. The they're so the they're, that's 
the the tealish blue and and neon pink, the pink color, that's yeah. those are Miami's colors. Like yeah. if you go to that's their that's the city's colors. So if you watch the NBA, they've been wearing the yeah the, they call them the Miami Vice jerseys because yeah. I have a friend that's a big awesome. big Heat fan down here, and those are awesome. So yeah. once they started doing that, that's when the the Marlins kind of switched over. And I do I like I like those uniforms better than the orange. The ones they had when Stanton was a Marlin. Yeah, like and, orange, and black, and blue. Are yeah, I didn't really care for that. So you'll have Jeter's Marlins in the same division now as the Yankees. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> right? we can actually transition this into another conversation we can have now about A-Rod wanting to buy the Mets. And now you're going to have A-Rod and Jeter having competing franchises in the same division. You know, he's, which I think is awesome. Now, yeah. is, they're going to be in the same division as the team they used to play for. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I think that's yeah, going, cool. yeah, yeah. This year, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead, Tino. Sorry to cut you off. Is he getting a group together? It's not just him. Is uh, it? Him and J Lo, right? J Lo. I don't. They're probably going to need other investors because I mean, it's probably going to cost them a, at least a billion. You know? I think they so, said one. I think they said a billion and a half, and I was like, for the Mets, <laughs> you know, which like the I mean, Yankees are like triple that, but still, it's like mm-hmm. they're the Mets, you know, and. I hate to say this because I know people. I was I, I always loved a Rod, but I honestly think if he took over the team, that the team might start to produce a little bit better. He's a really smart guy, and he's actually yeah. Like, he's his income must be like I can't imagine how much money he's making now because he's everywhere. You know, he started out just on ESPN as an analyst, then he grew into like this bigger guy. Now he's got his own TV show on. He's like TV. Michael Strahan, dude. Michael Strahan. He's yeah. He's, he's totally he's totally reinvented himself since he's retired. I mean. Yeah. Think of, think of like, when he retired. People couldn't wait for him to leave the Yankees. Yep. Myself included. I mean, I was not a big A-Rod fan, especially after the whole season suspension and steroids yep. stuff. And now I, I, I like him. I think he's great. I think he's the great for the Yankees. I'll tell you this. Yeah. Is he, fest- he, he, he faced the music. He yep. admitted what he did wrong. And he, to this day, still calls himself an idiot and tell, tells her when he acted like a complete idiot mm-hmm. back in the days when he was still playing, wanting to sue the union and sue the Yankees on set. He yeah. said he was just being a jerk, and uh, that's the best thing you do when you get into trouble. Is you just you come forward, you face the music, mm-hmm. you admit you're wrong, and then you move on. People like you. I mm-hmm. loved that one time when he was in trouble, and all of a sudden he could only speak Spanish. Do you remember that one? Where it was like I don't remember that. No, English. It was like, dude, you've been speaking perfect English for ten years. Like it, it was during the, like the trial stuff, but he had his own thing. Like they he didn't. Grew, he grew up in Miami. He's he's a he's an American citizen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But him and Jalen, you know, they, they had the face. They could buy both run for mayor of Miami and win by a landslide. True. And, and I, I'm just gonna go out there. I I like them together. I think it's great no, because they good, do. Because yeah. she has a couple kids with her from her past relationship, and he has a couple kids from right. his past relationship. And they just they seem like a really good family, and they could fit together. And, I think it's good for both of their images that they're together and that they're always out there and he's very supportive of her and vice versa. So I think he's what he's done with his image since he's left the game of baseball is amazing. And the Astros, not to always go back to the Astros, but they should take note of what he's done to reinvent himself because, because they're, they're, they still haven't apologized and they're, and they're never going to get the punishment that anyone wants. Everyone wants to see them get, and they're just going to go on like nothing happened. And, and the fact that this season is the way it has turned out is is great for them because they don't have to face the music that they would have had to face for a full season. Exactly. And they can just – and they'll get to play in their spring 
spring training park if that's the route that Major League Baseball ends up going with. So they don't have to travel across the country. They don't have to deal with fans being in the stands, heckling them. No fans. If, if, give it to this year. if you could tell me that a team would get caught cheating, get penalized for it, and then have to play with no fans in the stands the rest of the next season, that's like the easiest punishment I've ever seen. The fans will tell – Astro fans will tell you right now, uh, to be dead honest, they'll say – We'll give up some draft picks and lose our manager if it means getting a World Series. They don't yeah. care. In their eyes, yeah, they don't care. So but that's they that's the thing is like, could they ever, like they took care of the manager? This can they ever punish the actual team? No, they can't. No, like, they, they Houston, 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 which is but you know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah. they can't go Houston. You're no, you can't play this year. You're done. Like, yeah. I think they could never do that. I think in order for them to get the confessions that they needed to even bring this to the to the public is they needed to have the players and the team probably sign a, a waiver saying, we'll look into this as long as you don't kick us out of the league. And as long as you don't punish our players directly, otherwise they probably wouldn't have signed anything or, or admitted to anything. I still just, bleh. which is why I think a lot of these players like Bregman and Altuve and Springer, they walk around with this, this sort of snarkiness and, and cockiness that you see them with because they know, Hey, I pretty much got away with murder. In sports, Altuve plays the bad guy role a little too much, in my opinion. Well, like, yeah, you, like can't be, you can't be five foot five and be a be an asshole, you know. <laughs> I know he's five foot not five foot five, but you know what I'm saying. I think he is. I think he's like five six, five he's seven. Five, like that. <laughs> Good guess. He's got Napoleon um, complex. You know, it's funny. he does. I watch him on the TV and I see how small he looks in the batter's box, and I think to myself, "Wow, oh, wait." I'm like two inches taller than him. I look the same. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna look it up. Guys are on TV. You can actually go to the stadiums and watch them live. Then he really knows how big these athletes are. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the well, thing. Because you look at a lot of these Yankee players; they're all six five, six six, six, and they all look the same height. And then you get Altuve next to them, and he looks like a child. Yeah. No. What was, what was Jeter? Jeter was what six four? Something like that. He's yeah, he was no, over six feet, and he, he looks tiny. To me, to me, he did not look as tall as he was. To me, like A Rod looked, A Rod looked tall, but what is he? Five six, one sixty five. Oh Jesus! Which means realistically, he's probably five five one fifty five. That means Nick could play baseball, bro. <laughs> right? How too bad. Looks like Nick did literally. That's sad. <laughs> he's little. I was little. Dude, it's 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 so funny because like I we talked about it before because like I was saying, well, I'm the tall one. I, I when I looked at a picture, I was like, Bradder, I thought you were like six foot. And it's like, no, you're little. No, you're little too. Not too little. Five. What are you? Five ten? It's damn Italian, you know. It's, stunts our growth. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't help when you have short parents. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Jesus. Um, so going back to the Rays thing really quick, because I forgot to say this. Did my earliest memory of the Rays was Wade Bonds? Did he yeah. play for the Rays? Yeah. After the he, he left the Yankees and I think he joined the Rays through the expansion draft or as a free agent or whatever. I'm not sure how he got on the Rays, but he was on the on the Rays and Fred McGriff. Uh, they were both on the Rays uh, yeah. when they were yeah. when they were a new team, and uh, Wade Boggs got his three thousandth hit as a Tampa Bay Ray. And that, I think I was just not mistaken. They retired his number. Oh, I didn't know that. I think they did because he's a, a Hall of Famer, and um, 
to me, the only other guy. Even as a Red Sox, but he's still. The only guy I would think that they could retire a number would be Longoria, right? The only other. Well, Longoria's Longoria still playing. So that's what I'm saying, though. When he's done, he's the only one I could think of that would be worth and they had retiring. And players back in the day, like, they went to World Series, but no one really stuck around like Longoria did. Yeah, no, Longoria, yeah. yeah. He they might retire they traded, him. Like, BJ, BJ Upton faded away fast. Carl Crawford David Price. faded away. David Price. Uh, Scott Casimir was, like, their ace for years and years and years, and he left. And- mm-hmm. Dude, it's it's honestly, if you think about it, from a you know we've all played sports, and imagine playing in a stadium where they're not really giving you a lot of shit for half the season. There's barely anybody there. Just relax. I would like to. I would like to get some athletes' opinions on this. Like, would you? How are you going to act when you're playing a game in front of no fans? Like, I, I, it has to do something to your 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 head. Like, the adrenaline's not going to be pumping as much. Well, think think back to the playoffs. Think back to the postseason when the Yankees would play the Angels, like every other year, every year back in the two thousands. Yeah, remember they had the, ra- the Yeah, remember they had the rally monkey and they had those stupid noisemakers. Yeah. yeah, that that if if that's not your fans rooting for you, I would assume that that's got to drive you crazy. Oh yeah, being a visiting player in a town in a sit in a ballpark that is that loud. And they're not rooting for you; they're rooting for you to fail. That's gonna mess with you a little bit. Plus, it's gonna get so. I think it would be beneficial to pitchers. Like pitchers, to me, if there's no one in the stands, they play better. You know, probably you're concentrating on that. There's no Mm -hmm. other, you know. And I think that's like if they started with no fans, I could see a lot of pitchers starting their Mm -hmm. season out really well, and they're not that good. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Just because they don't have any like. That could mess with you a little bit, I think. You know, whenever I played, I really never noticed the fans unless they threw stuff at me. But yeah. other than that, it's like you never like in hockey. You just it just tunes out sometimes. You forget there's people there. But it's gonna be a lot easier for both hitter and batter to concentrate. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You might actually get some really good games out of mm-hmm. this. Then you know, people. Some people are saying the games are going to be boring, and it's like, yeah, but if you're watching on TV. I hope they stir up. If this happens, I hope they stir up some chatter out of the dugouts. I like to see some heckling going on. That'd be nice if they mic'd up the players. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Because they were doing that in spring training before they I, yeah, before they, they ended it. Do this all season long. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be. Uh, yeah. Before before I forget, the uh, the Rays have retired three numbers. Uh, Jackie Robinson, of course. Okay. Uh, Wade, Wade Boggs is one of them, and uh, Don Zimmer was the other one. Oh, okay. He was a he was a coach. And I think he died, right, while he was with the Rays. That was the guy that got thrown by Pedro, right? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. That was such a dick move. (laughs) It's Pedro. He's an asshole, but he's a great pitcher. Yeah, dude, that's the thing is, like, like I didn't realize he was an expo for a a while. Like, that's where he started out. I just thought he started out in Boston because that's all I remember him by. No, he played for Dodgers, too, I think. He played, yeah, for he, he, played for the he played for the Phillies as well. I think he's yeah. for being an expo in Red Sox. I'm going to look it up. The, but, uh, Randy Johnson was an uh, expo as well. Yep, I do know that. Did you see they just released, too? Unfortunately, they released the Toxicology on Roy Holiday. Like, it just really? it came out, like, three weeks ago, and he was all hopped on shit. Like, they found meth in his system and... That's you too, know, that's too weed bad. and pills, and it was like, man, oh man, why would you do that to a family? Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I know his wife or kids. Someone was pretty upset that they did that. 
they did to the poor kid from uh, Miami too. That got thrown off the boat there. It was like three weeks later. It's like, oh, he had coke in his system. Oh. It's like, why? Jose Fernandez. Yeah, why would you do that? He's a kid. Yeah. You know? He wasn't that even. That was a shame because he was he was a really good oh, pitcher. Yeah, no, I remember him. And if he doesn't die, then the Marlins probably look a lot different right now. Well, everyone thinks he was a Yankee by now. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Pedro came up with the Dodgers. He went to Montreal. Then he went to Boston. Then he did four years with the Mets, and then he retired as a Philly. The Mets. I forgot all about the Mets. Yeah. Yeah, because it wasn't he on. No, he wasn't on the Subway Series team, but no. he was on the Mets. No, he they, was with Boston then. But he was on the Mets when they tried to. When I think it was St. Louis beat him out um, to make to the World Series against the Tigers. I think but, that sounds accurate. Yeah, no, it's. Just, I think because 2005 was when the White Sox won, and then 2006 was when the Cardinals beat the the Tigers. The only reason I remember and he was, and he was on the Mets in 2006. So. I honestly think we were all watching it together. That's why. Because it was the Mets versus the Cardinals. <laughs> and we were sitting in Bradder's house watching it. You know? It's just funny, though, because, like, Derek Jeter, a guy like that, like, you don't realize how hard it is to stay on one team in this day and age. Like, that's. He played the same position for his whole career. And not, there, not a lot of people do that. It's like I said to myself that Derek Jeter and Tom Brady are the only people that will stay on their team forever. And I was wrong. <laughs> about Brady, not Jeter. Wrong about that one. Well, because it's such a unique situation because both the team wants to keep you around even when you're older and not yourself anymore, and then the player has to be able to will, be willing to take team-friendly deals towards the end of his contract. Which so Jeter both was – sides have to come in. Uh, Jeter was probably making so much money on endorsements. His contract probably was just like, yeah, I put that in savings. You know? I wonder how Patriot fans feel about Gronk right now. Well, how's your wife feel? She's a Patriots fan. Nope, she twitched. We were there to see it. She's more Green Bay. I don't think she actually watched the Patriots fan. Like she that. actually told she told me and Bradder that we need to tell your cousin, her brother, that we allowed her to change. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know why me and Bradder are the keeper of that, but <laughs> but really, I mean, Tom Brady, like fans can't be mad at Tom Brady. He played his whole career there, and then in the end of the day, people just really didn't want him. They they called him like one time since the end of the last season. So yeah. you don't mind him leaving. But Gronk retires on his own terms and then only comes back because Tom Brady asked him to play with him within Tampa Bay. Yeah. So I'm a Patriot fan. I don't like Gronk is Gronk. Everyone loves Gronk because the way he his personality, but do you still like him if you're a Patriot fan right now? I think I, if Gronk is a Patriot last year, they might have went a lot further. And that the, you okay, you say that, but it's just like you know, a fan favorite going to another team. It's like, do you really hold it against them? It's, you know, I mean, the guy was beat up. He took a year off. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of just like, I get it. He didn't want to play for the Patriots anymore. And I, you know, and I know we're going into football here and we'll go back to baseball. But the whole thing here is that it's not the players. It's Belichick. Belichick is just a, a dictator. It's it's and I did a video last night about Andy Dalton signing with the Cowboys and I'm like Bill Belichick is going to try to have the worst team and he's going to try to make the playoffs. So it's or like, going to try to or they're going to have a terrible year year and they're going to draft uh, Lawrence. Lawrence, yeah. I don't see them. Lawrence might be the number one picks. I don't think Patriots can be. Uh, the yeah, worst they'll team. never be bad. They'll never be bad. But um, so if they do, who do the Patriots have? Who, who are you scared about right now in the Patriots? Amendola. Not Amendola. What's his name there? Edelman? 
Edelman and Sony Michelle. Go dogs. <laughs> but I can't have one really good area of the Patriots right now. No, they're just not. It's but we'll see. You know, they're in a shit division. That's all it is. Buffalo's getting better, but Miami getting better. Miami starting. Well, they, they, I think they had a great off season. Yeah, I don't know, but that's dude. There again, just like with baseball, they might have to make some decisions, and I'm really nervous that they might not have a full season, just like baseball. It, it's going to be interesting because it's like in your head, honestly and truly, when this started. There was no way that sports was going to be canceled. There's no way. And then no, they started canceling March Madness stuff, and it was like, holy wow, shit. It yeah, was all at once. Everything went down. Well, it's and just the money wrong. thing. I hate to say that. It's the money thing. Like, baseball, too. I mean, they need the money. You know, they need the money. They need well, the revenue. Those smaller teams. In May. So you got May, June, July, August. You have, like, five months to the start of the NFL season. They're already talking about it not happening. It's just it's, uh, yeah. it's crazy. Which, if that doesn't happen... I mean, I think inevitably, in my opinion, it's still only a matter of time now before the NHL and NBA just cancel their seasons. Yeah, because you they can't probably should. You can't have a season. You can't play the rest of the year. They're not playoffs, and any expect these guys to turn around and start the next season again in September. No, they need that break mentally yeah. and physically. Yeah. No, so I think those are done deals. And now, especially if you're not even talking about the NFL starting when they're supposed to, that means those those sports are definitely gone. If they don't play football this year. Too. Yeah. You're going to have to get a search party because I'm running away. I'm going over to Europe and start watching soccer. <laughs> I need some fucking sports. Um, um, one question I did have, because you guys played more than me baseball-wise, is a doubleheader that difficult to do? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Depends. Yeah. But and the pitcher obviously doesn't pitch twice. Is, yeah, usually you don't have the same guy catch two games in a row. Um and you have different position players moving around. So it, it is it is something that you'd have to really plan out if you're a manager or GM. I mean I mean I've I because I played in a wood bat league before I moved down here and uh, we'd have the occasional double header. And I would tell you I would tell you the next day I was feeling pretty sore compared yeah. to a day a day a one game day. So it does take a little bit of toll on you. I mean these players are pro athletes and they're in tip-top shape, so probably isn't as bad for a guy playing shortstop two games in a row, but definitely what Brad said with the catchers, and and obviously you don't, you're don't you not going to have the same pitcher pitch, but you might have uh, different relievers pitching the first game as compared to the second game. Right, um, relievers can't normally pitch both games. You have to, you have mm-hmm. to strategize around that. And especially this year. Depends on the weather, too. I mean, if you mm-hmm. if it's 90 degrees and humid out, you're you're gassed by the end. Of, you're, your your energy's gone by the end of the game. Mm-hmm. You need to turn around and play another one. Mm-hmm. You don't mind it once in a while, but I can't see mm-hmm. it being part of the normal schedule. Plus, so, going, as a selfish mm-hmm. fan, I hope they do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love having I love having baseball all day and Yankees all day. But going back to what Brad said with the um with the relief pitchers not being able to pitch, uh, it probably would have more of, of an effect on them this year because this year they were starting the three batter rule. You couldn't just bring a guy in to face one guy anymore, and then he could pitch in the next game. They Did have to face, that? yeah, they have to face three batters unless they end an inning. So if you bring a guy in and, and he gets the last out of an inning, he does he can take him out. But if oh. you bring him in, he had, and there's still and there's no outs or there's two or there's one out, he has to face at least three batters. At least three. No, I mean I get. If, I was thinking like you know you need one out left in the eighth. And the, if the guy ends the inning, it's like, well, you put in your, your closer. 
Yeah, that you can do. That you can do. You can do that. Yeah. But but if the you can't bring like lefty specialists like those guys that only face left handed batters. Those guys are are they're pretty much their careers are shot now because now they but you can't just have them come. They have to reinvent themselves. Yeah, they can't just come. You can pitch to more than one than the lefty. That's how I always. That's how I always. I've always felt. I never liked the. I always thought a lefty specialist. Specialists are stupid. I'm willing to bet that those lefty specialists are only that because that's what the teams and the organizations make them. I'm sure they don't mm-hmm. want to go out there and pay, pitch. Pitch against oh, a yeah. guy. Oh yeah, you're you're bred as an athlete and as a baseball player your whole life. Most of these guys came up as starters in college, mm-hmm. right? Right. They were starters when they were drafted, or or in high school or whatever. So they make it to the big leagues, and now you're told, well, you might only get to face one batter every other game or so. I mean, it's great that you're there and you're in the show and you're making making millions of dollars doing it, but at the same time, part of you probably is like, well, I, I want to face more than one batter. I want to face. I want to throw the whole inning at least. Yeah. Do you think that they'll, with the doubleheader situation, if they do it that way, do you think they'll expand the roster? Pitchers they might. Are, yeah. they, they're talk, they have, they're talking yeah. about uh, instead of continuing spring training, just having expanded rosters. And they they had a rule already where if you played a doubleheader, you could bring up a. Well, rosters were going to be 26 guys this year anyways, but you could bring up an extra guy for a double header. So they'll probably expand them. Maybe they'll expand them to like 30 or something like that. I just uh, think you don't, want to, you don't yeah. want to go get overboard and have like they do in like they had in September's September. past where just a different pitcher every inning. But you want to make sure that your players are healthy uh, if you're playing an, an absurd number of, of double headers. And that'll limit the injuries as much as possible, especially mm-hmm. if you're, you know, you don't want them to have dead arms, you know, mm-hmm. by – God forbid, but, October, you know. But that would be the benefit of having the season at these spring training complexes because if your whole organization is playing in the same complex yeah. throughout the course of the season, then you don't have to worry about plane or bus transportation. You just call them up and they're over there in, the, in 25 minutes. Yeah. You know, it's it's easier coordinating all of that for them, I would think. So to me, that whole alignment of using the spring training complexes and reorganizing the divisions based on Arizona and Florida, that makes the most sense to me. I think yeah, that's I what really they should like do. I would really like to know which way MLB is leaning. And mm-hmm. if there's certain deadlines that, like, uh, you know, if it's this date that we're going with this plan, this date we're going with mm-hmm. that plan, I'd like to know which way the leaning is. I, would, see, I, would, I don't see any reason why you would uh, go away from the spring training mm-hmm. uh, model that they came out. That just seems, makes so much more sense and safety and everything. Mm-hmm. So much I mean, easier. You would want to, if you're the commissioner, you'd want to err on the side of caution, right? To me, having them play in their home ballparks and even minor leakers just just creates too much chaos, too many unknowns. Yeah. If you can limit it to a region or an area and, and all these guys and you have certain protocols set in place for these areas, that's more you can control. So to me, it just makes more sense. So I, it seems like we're, we're, all, we're all in the same And there's group. no fans, so what's the point? Yeah, who yeah. cares? That's my thing is like if there's not going to be any fans, why are you worried? You know, I mean, just have you've got one of those rosters that just there's floating players that are either going to play in AAA or they're going to come. You know, it's like a floater kind of thing. But I've always loved the um, in, in the sports that have farm leagues, like how quick they can get the jersey ready, everything. You're good to go. They'll just literally come in the locker room, change and go. Mm-hmm. And they have jersey. I think that's so cool. I, I think mean, that's the one job is. Yeah, just keeping those things. Yeah, that would be a perfect yeah. job for me to make. It jersey. would be. Maybe you should look into that. Yeah, that'd be fun. Hey, I think that'd be fun. 
Right. Get a job with the, uh, uh, what's it called? The uh, Tri-City Valley Cats out, out there. I was about to say, is there even anybody left in Albany area that we have sports? Try, that's the only one now, right? Uh, for baseball, yeah. yeah. I'm saying for sports in general. That's the only one. Yeah. Else is gone. Yeah, I mean, there's other. Yeah, because there's no more arena football now. That shut down. There's the Albany Patroons, which are kind of shitty basketball. and Yeah. Obviously, no hockey other than college. So, yeah, yeah. that's about it. Sucks. We live in a town that had, we could have had so many good teams in the area, and no one went. It's our own fault. Uh, bring back the Albany County Yankees. Yeah, no, I yeah, the, what were they? They were the Diamond Dogs too at one point, right? The yeah, after they left, after the Yankees left, because who? But they weren't affiliated with anybody. They were an independent team. Yeah. But they had who pay? Jeter played for the Di- for the Yankees, Yankees. Uh, and did Rivera? Rivera, Pettit, I think Bernie did too. Wow. Well, I I always forget that it does. You've got to be a special player to just get drafted and go on the team. You know, it takes a little bit time to get yourself. Well, now, so now in every sport now, it's they don't let you really develop. They kind of throw it right into the. If you're yeah. gonna, you grow it up, but there's I don't think there's ever been a time more than now when there's so many like 19 year olds debuting in the major leagues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is well, I mean now you're you're getting you're like more polished product. You're like what 18 years old? You can come out of and right from junior to the NHL in hockey. Yeah, who Jack Jack Hughes? I don't know how old Jack Hughes was. Jack Hughes was he was eighteen, yeah. No, he yeah, because he, he came out of yeah, he came out of high school. Yeah, no, it's it's and then you're right, Brad. It's it's honestly it's like I think it started like after LeBron did it. Yeah, he's eighteen. You should have started, you saw a lot more. You saw a lot more. But I also think that in every sport, you throw these kids into the fire, you could ruin their career. I mean, some of them just can't rebound from – and I can only imagine, like, I remember Strasburg came out of college and he started pitch, but he did well. You yeah. know, but I also remember some guys that got lit up and you never heard from them again. But that's that's how sports are. You yeah. Got the, you got hit or miss pros- prospects and yeah. not everyone's a guarantee. Yeah. And the thing is, I think the reason you're seeing more and more of the of these kids, these young kids coming into the pros is that they're more polished. I mean, think about it. When when we were that age, we didn't have that many travel teams. We didn't have uh, camps and and things. I mean, they were there, but not like all the time. And our baseball season in upstate New York was pretty much April, May, and June. And then you didn't really have many summer options unless you found a travel league. And the, the, the competition wasn't there. But these kids train year round on all these sports. So by the time they get to high school, they're polished. By the time they get to college, that's even more. So yeah. so they're like. With, They're there by the time they get drafted. And, and then when, if they produce in the minor leagues, then they get brought up even faster because they're young and they're under control. And I they don't have to pay these that, big contracts. I think a lot of that goes to the development of sports science. Sports science has flourished in the last 10 years. And mm-hmm. now these kids know exactly what to do. And that's why, like, I know it's your body and sometimes it screws up, but, like, the pitchers that develop dead arms, it's like you know what you need to do to keep your arm right. You know, and it's just like some of them just, but that's anybody. Like you're saying, some of them just aren't made out for it. Mm-hmm. And then, know? and then you get these these athletes. They're so like, and we talked about it when Stanton got hurt and has been getting hurt over the last year or so. Is he's a big dude and he's ripped. He's he's, he's a muscular dude, yeah. but he's he works out so much and he's wound so tightly physically 
that you also wonder if all this training is necessarily not the best thing for these athletes because if they're working out so much and they're so tight muscularly that yeah. that you don't give your body a chance to recover and you don't give your your body a chance to um you you're just you're just too tight yeah well, that's and it's um, it's funny you bring that up if you look at hockey players professional hockey players they're mm-hmm. not ripped some of them have guts you know it's just like in my opinion, and obviously I go way overboard with this theory, but you need to have a little bit of fat on your body to do, so that's that. That's why I know. stopped working out. <laughs> that's why. That's pull muscles while I'm pushing lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? It just seems like you need to have a little bit of fat on your body for it to kind of help. You know, because like the best players in the world in hockey, if they were didn't have their jersey on, you're like, man, they just look like a normal person. You know, like football players, they're monsters, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. But you see a lot more injuries in football, you know, even in baseball. With Like you're saying, these guys are so – they're harping on the technology and the health and all that stuff. And I know it's all good for them, but it's like Babe Ruth didn't work out. You know, I bet you fucking Mickey Mantle drank a fifth of gin a day. And he was – you know, he would probably still be good now. You know, it's just – to me, it's like I look at – uh Baseball-wise, who was the guy from the Yankees? He was throwing a no-hitter, and his shirt kept coming undone. What the hell is his last name? The fat guy, fat, bald guy. David Wells? David Wells, that's who it was. Uh, yeah. yeah, he always had this, yeah. The shirt kept coming undone as a no-hitter and stuff. But he was a guy, it's like, that's awesome. He looks like a normal guy, you know? And he lasted yeah, you know, how long, you know? For a while, he played for a long time. Yeah, look, but you don't see that. You don't see that anymore. And no. ba- at least in baseball, most okay. of these guys that come up, they're they're pretty in, in really good shape. What about Cologne? Cologne's like built like an Oompa Loompa, you know. But he could still yeah. throw it, you know. Yep, yeah, he I was pr- he was said. trying to make a comeback this year, I think. Dude, well, he why did he last year? No one would sign him. So he's gonna try again this year. I don't understand yep. why people wouldn't put him in as his fifth, as their fifth starter. Like it's just he tries so hard. He. He's better than a lot of these younger guys, but I don't know if it's a if it's a money thing, like if he's asking for too much. But I think at his age, for him to just be on a team and take league minimum, yeah, I mean that would be more than enough for yeah. me. That kid from the Phillies did he? Didn't he? Myers wasn't he like forty eight when they won the World Series and he was the pitcher? Myers. I think. Um, what's that guy's Mayer? name? Jimmy Moyer. Jimmy Moyer. 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 Like fifty, yeah. Yeah, he was, but he won a World Series at like forty-eight for the Phillies. I think it's just that's the thing is like even my my father was a very good football player. You know, he was like I was not in the greatest of shape. It was just I could play football, and he's like these guys now are so strong, and he's like it's a disadvantage because they're going so fast when they make that collision. It's like a truck hitting a truck. It's just something's gonna break. You know, yeah. Jamie Moyer pitched until he was 49. 49. He played with the Phillies in 2010 at 47. I guess he he took a year off and then he made a comeback in 2012 with the Rockies. I was about he to pitched. say he for Colorado. Yep, he pitched for he made let's see, he the made Omaha. 10 appearances. He went two and five with a 5.7 ERA. The Omaha so. Mud Hens. So yeah, he made he made a couple. Yeah. And that's that's the thing, dude. It's like some of these guys, they could sit on the couch and they just have it. That's all it is in baseball. You mm-hmm. got to have it. You can be as chiseled as you want to be, but if you can't hit the ball, go be a male model. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the thing is, like, some of these guys, you get upset. It's like he doesn't take care of himself, but every third at bat, he hits a double or a home run. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's all that matters. Well, Andres Galarraga played till he was old, right? Really yep. old. Him too. Ricky Henderson oh, was in his 40s when he was tired. Playing the pros, guys. We're only 33. Brad, you're 30. No, you guys are 34. No, I'm 33. Not yet. I don't want to be 34 yet. Yeah, no, you're 30. You're 34. End of the year, we will be. Yeah, because I'm 34 next year. So you got a couple months on me. So I can make a comeback. I can go play. Just take a chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was all that one in a million talk? All right, Tino, not wait till you move in behind me here. We're going to start going for uh, some training jobs every day. We'll stop at Burger King first. Then we'll get that first. Yeah. Yeah. Eyes and milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> then go for a run. The Dude, I went to Burger King the other day. They were out of onion rings. How the fuck are you out of onion rings? You're Burger King. Like, come on, man. Go buy well, some. Burger is king. Yeah, right. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, I know we're we've been going for about an hour right now. Um, is there anything else you guys want to add to the conversation? Um, I, I did want to mention some injury updates for the Yankees players that were injured. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, wow, by the time they actually start playing, uh, all the Yankees guys should be pretty good to go. Yeah. <laughs> Severino yeah. to go. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Aaron Judge, Stanton, uh, they should be – they should be ready to go. Paxton should be ready to go. And, uh, yeah, so those are the big three, Stanton, Judge, and Paxton. And you guys – Severino. Severino's out for the year. But. You guys were saying that, that this Severino, is going to help the Yanks, right? Hicks is out too. Hicks, yeah, Hicks. Uh, he's doing physical therapy in Arizona, and he should be ready for June or July. Okay. So, yeah, you might get those four guys healthy for before any baseball even played this year. And you thought they're in, they're in a miss of – Big chunk of time. Well, they are, but so is the rest of the league. I just want to see. I mean, I hate to say this, but I want to see Stan play. Play. Like I know that's stupid to say, but it's like I want to see Stan and Judge in the same lineup. For, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I want to see them healthy for a full year, and I want to see what that looks like because when that's what everybody was salivating over when they traded for Stanton is having those two guys batting in the same batting order, hitting 50 home runs each, and that it, has not happened yet. Is the is the spring training stadium like Yankee Stadium where it's a it's same a, dimensions? It's like a it's a home run hitters ballpark. Yeah, same, same dimensions. I think every spring facility is a home run hitters ballpark. I don't think yeah. it's a big spring training facility. Well, dude, I'll tell you what. It's it's funny because like when I was younger and I would play like MLB the Show, I would always go to Coors Field because it was the shortest. Play home run derby, get thirty <laughs> home runs in a round, be good to go because it was always so short. Mm-hmm. I think even uh, Boston Spring Training Facility has their own version of the Green Monster, don't they? They do. Oh, really? yep. Okay. Yep. They call it Fenway South, so it's the same dimensions. They should. They- <laughs> of, most right. of the teams that have their own complex, their ballpark matches their MLB ballpark. That's just smart. Most of them. That's just smart. But the one, obviously, the ones that share, they don't. But yeah. um, they pray though, if they do the, the season at the Spring Training Facilities, we gotta pray that they get better camera angles because. Whenever you see highlights in ESPN of spring training, it's always the yeah. camera angles. Mm-hmm. I, think, I hate to say this, but I think that that's part of the problem is they're figuring out how to align so they can show the games. Like, that's one of the things. Mm-hmm. It's like they got to – Oh, well, The Yankees do a good job because they, they, the, they have their own network. They can get in there and they can set up and do their own thing. Uh, I think uh, Nesson, which do the Red Sox, they, they have a pretty good setup. But some of these other ones, like the Pirates or Tigers, you know, they don't 
they don't really have a good setup. So maybe that's maybe that's a good point. You know, maybe they're trying to figure out how to have a quality broadcast because that's what they're going to have to rely on getting this out there to fans. You see, I just got this notification that a uh, uh, former A Oakland A's All Star who played in part of nine MLB seasons, Matt Keough, dies at sixty four. Guy from the A's. I don't remember him. Don't know. That was before we were all born. So it's just that's weird that that came up while we're doing the show. Well, um, actually, since since we're on talking about that, I uh, just want to pay some respects to Hank Steinbrenner, who uh, passed away a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, he's him and his brother Hal have been managing or own or co-owners of the team since his, their father passed away, and he. I guess he was battling some sort of disease, but uh, yeah. we haven't really talked about it. And I just wanted to point that out that a uh, member of the Steinbrenner family had passed away. And uh, you know, we, we uh, hope that the family is able to get through this time, especially with the, the yeah. virus going on. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's a big deal to the to Yankee fans and baseball everywhere. So uh, rest in peace, Hank. Yeah, that sucks, man. I mean, what he was young-ish. He was in his 60s. He's in his 60s, yeah. He was fighting something. They didn't say what, what – yeah, that's yeah, sad. The they said, I, we don't, he never really was really at the forefront anyways. We always no, it was always Hal. Other, but, uh, I was just going to ask that. Wasn't Hal the guy? that? Well, when, when they first took over, he was. Because I remember him making comments and saying things. Because he was, he was a lot more like his father. Yeah. And then he must have gotten sick and he kind of took, took a step back. And Hal's been the forefront and he's kind of like, you know, boring. Well, how's, be, the, how's the numbers guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boring. It shows. But, uh, anyways, anything else you guys want to add to the conversation before we wrap up? No, I don't think there's anything new to talk about for this week. Let's wait. Yeah, I think we're uh, breaking stuff for next week. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I've been keeping an eye on on people that have been viewing. We've had a few viewers here or there, a couple likes. Yeah. So, um, it seems like uh, we'll start broadcasting live to Facebook. See if we can get more more viewers that way. Uh, and obviously, we'll we'll post it on YouTube, anyways, and on the Big Red Brad Sports YouTube yep. channel. We're uh, try to so. figure something out so we can get everything at once. We'll mm-hmm. figure it out. Yeah, but if you had the chance to tune in, or if you're if you're going to watch afterwards, let us know what you think about having the episodes on Facebook as well. Is if it's easier for you or whatever, let us know. We're curious. We're just trying to make this so everyone can find us easiest. Yep. Uh, but with with that said, you know, my name is Greg Andrano. You can find Yankee Chatter. On all the socials, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we are on YouTube, and we're broadcasting here on Facebook now. Um, uh, check us out, subscribe, like, share, tell your friends, uh, join the conversation, let us know what you think, uh, and I'll pass it on to you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Go ahead, Bradder. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. I'm Bradder. Uh, yeah, check out our video next week. Uh, me and Tino probably should be doing something soon with the. Uh, draft results too we'll yeah we got to do something on figure something out, so stay tuned for that uh like you said just uh tell one about yankee chatter and uh, hopefully we have a season to talk about soon so uh and we will safe. have a giveaway we will have a giveaway soon for the 2000 thing with the quarantine it's just not the time to do it but once everything you know we got over 2000 subscribers on bigger and bradder so you know and yankee chatter because it's all we're all within one group so you know, be on the lookout for that stuff. You know, we got stuff coming up. Me and Brad are going to try to get a uh, Packers-Raiders hybrid show going, which should be fun. Um, but, yeah, like, subscribe, tell your friends, you know.
if you like bigger and bradder, you should like Yankee Chatter. That's that's all that matters. And uh, what am I? That all, that all rhymed. Yeah, right. <laughs> it too. Nice job. You like bigger, bradder? Check out Yankee Chatter. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. I think you, I think you just coined a new phrase or a new slogan. Man. I think we need to get a billboard now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a cheesy uh, cable commercial, right? I'll call the I'll call the trademark office tomorrow. So. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm on Twitter, Big Tuna BBS. You know, we're on YouTube and Instagram at Bigger and Brighter Sports, all one word. And you know, we'll be back here next week. Stay safe um, out there. Yes, please do. Thanks everyone for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you all soon. <laughs>